What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to 5 Minutes of Faith. Well, guys, I uh, hate to bring you some uh, pretty uh, crazy news uh, or bad news on my end, but a couple of weeks ago, I lost a dear friend of mine. Uh, His name was Eddie. Um, he was 33 years old, so he's very young, um, but he had suffered from seizures. Um, and the last one that he had, unfortunately, um, took his life and, um, uh, it, it, it hit home really, really hard just because, you know, I've known Eddie and his family for 30 plus years. I mean, he was part of my wedding party and his brother was, was actually, he, he has three brothers uh adrian ricardo and fernando and all four of them were in my uh they were groomsmen i was gonna say my bridal party (laughs) Uh, they were all four groomsmen for my wedding party um and his uh, brother fernando was my best man and so you know uh this upcoming week um we're going to go celebrate his life and uh go through the funeral and all that so please uh keep uh, keep me and his family in your prayers and everybody that's uh, involved and has been affected by it. Uh, and with that being said, I just wanted to have a pretty open, candid, uh, uh, I would like to say conversation, but talk with you guys in regards to everything that's been going on in my life since March of 2021. So I'll just give you a really quick timeline here. So in March 2021, I get a call from my teammates on or all my teammates on my uh, former team and they had all been let go but me. In May of 2021, Nicole, my wife, gets diagnosed with stage 3 skin cancer. In June of 2021, her grandpa who or Nicole's grandpa who was her father figure uh, gets diagnosed with a brain tumor on the weekend of our anniversary while we are vacationing in San Diego. Um, and he passes away shortly after that. Uh, right after that, we move in with uh, Grandma. Uh, Grandpa had asked me to take care of Grandma while um, after he was gone, and I made the promise that I would take care of her. And um, so, and she is 79 years old and has Parkinson's. Uh, so we became caregivers for her. Um, right after that, um, I started just kind of getting panic attacks, um, couldn't sleep at night, was constantly like in a bad mood. And, um, this is just for my personal life. And then while all this is going on, like I mentioned at my job, there was layoffs. And because of that, I had to take an additional workloads. Um, there was a whole bunch of changes that I did not agree with, but I was just plugging right along. Um, and like I said, I was getting these panic attacks, wasn't able to sleep at night, was getting these thoughts of like, oh my goodness, what is going to happen next? Um, then I was in my small group um, and somebody had mentioned caregiver exhaustion and I looked it up and sure enough, um, I had almost all the symptoms that were on the list for caregiver exhaustion. So that's when I decided that I needed to get some help. Uh, So I ended up starting going to therapy and since therapy, I've gotten a whole lot better and um, I'm here to advocate for therapy and to make sure that you take care of your mental health, but also make sure that you get the right therapist. Um, 
Gene, who is my therapist now, he's actually my second therapist. My first therapist was a little too much about, oh, you need to be the best version of you and living your best life. And, you know, he, he was a little too, like, groovy for me. I'm not, I, you know, and that's not really my style. Like, I wanted to find a therapist that would help me become a better man and, more importantly, a better man of God that would allow me to face obstacles that come in the future. So that's been a huge help for me. But let me go back to my timeline real quick. So after um, I started going to therapy, a couple of months later, Nicole gets cleared. She is in remission. Thank the Lord. And in August of 2022, our dog Loki um, decides to bite her and rip her bottom lip completely in half to the point where it's hanging from her face sorry if i know that's graphic i know that is but i got I'm, I'm keeping it real with you guys here and she needs plastic surgery the very next day and on top of that um i'm seeing my wife go through the pain of having that happen and after that her and i decide that we have to put the dog down but because nicole's literally in the surgery room and we don't really want to wait. I had to put the dog down like the same day that she had surgery. So she didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to him. Um, and now uh, two weeks ago, I lose one of my closest friends, uh, Eddie, um, to a seizure. So I'm sharing all this with you because, yes, it's been a very painful last year and a half plus but I'll tell you what God has been there and I have there is no way there's no doubt in my mind that I am still here because God has been with me and it's not just a matter of God being there with me but it's a matter of me submitting every single thing to him and having open and honest and candid conversations with him. I mean, there's been <laughs> there's been times like when Nicole got bit on her bottom lip, I remember coming back home, picking up my night bag because we're going to stay the night at the hospital. And I'm literally telling God, God, I've never asked you why, but why would you allow this to happen to Nicole? And to be honest, I still don't know why, but I do know that I've learned a few things about myself since losing Loki. You see, I grew up in a household where my mom and dad would bicker and fight and and have confrontation about everything. And don't get me wrong. I love my parents and they've sacrificed a whole heck of a lot. And this isn't me complaining about them. But I told myself that I would never fight with people like that, that I would avoid confrontation at all times. And because of that, Whenever things would get kind of hectic at home or anything that would happen at home that I didn't like, I would hold it in and hold it in and hold it in. And who would I go to? I would go to Loki. He would, I would like to say he would listen to me, but I don't think he would understand what I was saying. But he was a physical presence that I was relying on to vent. And one day I was down on my knees praying to God and I said, God, you took away my best friend, my confidant. And sure enough, as soon as I said that, the Holy Spirit just convicted me and said, wait a minute, you let your dog take the place 
of what I'm supposed to be. And that was real, real eye opening. And that was really, really um, convicting for me. So now the tough conversations that I've avoided to have. So for so long, I'm actually having those tough conversations now and they're they've made my marriage better. They've made things at home better. And on top of that, I'm learning that I don't have to take on the workload all on my own. I'm not I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to let people know, you know what? I don't have the bandwidth to be able to do that because on top of all of that, I'm also a pretty big people pleaser. So I don't like letting people down. But I remember my therapist telling me one thing that I will never, ever forget. He said, you know, if you look at Jesus's life, did Jesus help everybody? And I said, no, he didn't help everybody. Could he have? Yeah, absolutely. He could have. Why didn't he help everybody? I said, I don't know. Like some people believed in him. Some people didn't. And that's I guess that's part of it. He said, yes. And then he said, remember, Jesus was here on assignment. He was here to do his father's business. So remember, you are not everybody's savior. Only Jesus is. And you need to direct people and point Jesus or point them to Jesus. This doesn't mean that you're not going to help people. But allow him to show you and instruct you on how to help and who to help and when to help. And that has been a huge, huge, huge benefit to me. Hearing those words and just actually allowing them to sink in and practicing that (laughs) has been a huge, huge, huge help to me. And I want to tell you that if you're going through something, just be honest with God. Have an honest prayerful conversation with him. And I want to read Psalm 143 verses one through eight. So you guys can see what I'm talking about. And this is a Psalm from David. Um, And if you guys don't know who King David is, I mean, his story is crazy. He's so the most popular story from King David is him killing Goliath. But there is so much more that David went through. And I wish I had the time to actually break everything down for you but David was in many 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 bad spots some of them were just part of his journey towards becoming king and some of them he just did by himself but this is him in a rough spot talking to the Lord and he says hear my prayer O Lord listen to my plea answer me because you are faithful and righteous don't put your servant on trial for no one is innocent before you My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched lands thirst for the rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk for I give myself to you. So this is David 
having an honest and open and transparent conversation with the Lord. He's letting him know exactly how he feels. He's letting him know exactly what he's doing, exactly where he is and why he needs him. And I got to tell you, it's important that we do that. And it's not important because the Lord needs to hear, oh, really? I did not know you. Oh, thanks for telling me. I didn't know that you were going through that. That's not the purpose of us telling the Lord. The purpose of us telling the Lord and being honest, open and transparent in our prayers is because once we actually speak it out and confess it, that's when God says, okay, you're trusting me with that now. So let me move. So essentially, when we start confessing these things to the Lord, we're essentially telling ourselves, okay, we're going to get out of the way so that God can do what only God can do. And I'm standing here, well, not standing, but I'm sitting here recording this podcast and letting you know that there is power behind all of that. Absolutely. Because I got to tell you, a few months ago, my dog started getting um, kind of sick from uh, from dry dog food. Like he would eat it, he would throw it up, or it would make his stomach upset. And I remember one night he got up in the middle of the night, ran off the bed, and just puked. I'm being very graphic in this podcast. I apologize for that, but keeping it real, right? Um, he uh, so he he gets sick comes back to bed and for a couple hours i was like dang what if loki dies what am i going to do what if he gets sick oh my goodness i would be so heartbroken and all of these crazy thoughts like i literally stayed up for two hours just thinking that right giving myself anxiety causing myself all this like what if like causing myself all the stress off, off of what ifs But the verse that comes to mind is that uh, the Apostle Paul tells us that we need to take captive every single thought and surrender it to the Lord. I didn't do a good job of doing that, but I wanted to share that with you. And the way that looks like is, Lord, I'm thinking this. This is what's going through my mind. I'm taking it captive and I'm surrendering it to you. And I know that this thought isn't from you because it's not a peaceful thought. It's not a loving thought. I know that it's not uh, anything that has to do with honoring you. So, Lord, I take this thought and submit it to you. And that's been a very powerful tool that I've been using. So what I want to come across in this uh, podcast is that life is not going to be easy. I can promise you that, that following Jesus does not mean that everything is perfect. It does not mean that you're not, it does not mean that you're going to have an easy life. No, but who you carry your burdens with or who's going to carry your burdens makes a huge difference. I will tell you firsthand that I did not understand why God gave my wife stage three cancer or why he would allow that to happen. I was so upset. I would get up in the middle of the night and I would cry. 
but God has called us to be the light every single place that we go. So there's been so many people that I've been praying for daily. There's been so many people that I that I've actually approached and I felt the Holy Spirit just tell me, go pray for that person right now. As a matter of fact, the last time that we went and got a checkup for her uh, just to make sure that the cancer hadn't come back, she was all clear. Thank the Lord. Um, there was a man that was jumping out of the elevator and he literally looked looked at everybody and said, good luck, everybody on this journey. But I, it just something about him to say, man, this dude's in pain. So I approached him as he's waiting for his ride. He's sitting on this bench and he's waiting for his ride. I approached him and I said, hi, sir. Um, can I pray with you? And he said, sure. I said, what's your name? He said, Larry. I start praying for Larry. Soon as I get into the prayer, tears just breaks down into tears. Now, I don't know what his relationship with God was like then, or I don't even know what it's like now. But I know for darn sure, for a fact that God used that moment to bring Larry hope, to let him know that there's a good future ahead of him, that there's hope for him regardless of the circumstance that he is in right there. So let me encourage you today. Have an honest open and transparent conversation with the Lord. If you need help, please go get help. If you need somebody that, uh, or if you want somebody to pray alongside you, please text me at 888-394-0184. If you want somebody to pray with you in like live and in person, Caleb has, um, has pastors that are really just there waiting for you to call. And again, it's K-Love, K-L-O-V-E. You can Google it and they give you a number for you to call. Please, please, please use your resources and don't fight your battles alone. If there's one thing that I've realized is that we need each other to get through this life. Some of us may even need um, medication. I personally have not gone down, have not gone down the medication route for depression or anxiety. Well, uh, I did have to take uh, anxiety medicines. Um, what was it? Fifteen years ago, after my brother passed away. But other than that, I haven't taken any sort of uh, like Zoloft or any sort of depression medication. And if you need the medication, go for it. I mean, if you really genuinely need the medication, please go for it. I'm not sitting here and saying that you shouldn't. Please find the resources that are willing to help you and get yourself around the right group of people. I'm telling you, getting yourself around the right group of people, having honest, open and transparent conversations with God and with the people around you is going to make a world of difference. So let me encourage you today. Be honest, open, and transparent with the Lord and ask him to place the right people in your life. And if you already have those right people, have those tough conversations with them because it's going to make a world of difference. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for everything. We thank you 
for who you are. Thank you that you are God. Thank you that you know every single thing that we're going through, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you've done a good work in me so far. Lord, and I thank you that you are not done. Lord, I thank you for every single one of these listeners. Thank you for the plans and the purposes that you have in every single one of their lives and every single one of your sons, every single one of your daughter's lives. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing a good work in them. Holy Spirit, give them the courage. Allow them to access your courage so that they can have honest, open, and uh, uh, transparent conversations with you, Lord. Allow them to have honest, open, and transparent conversations with the people around them and the right people around them, people that are not going to judge them, but people that will help them heal, Lord. Thank you, Father, for everything. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for loving us exactly where we are. Thank you, Lord, for the purpose that you have in our lives. Thank you for calling us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth, Lord. Lord, we thank you for everything and we love you. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That's all I have for you for today. Uh, If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Also, once again, if you would like for me to pray alongside you, please text me at 888-394-0184. Again, that's 888-394-0184. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Talk to you next time. God bless. Peace.